Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How are you? Good. How are you doing this, this week? <laughs> Good. I'm coming to you from a new location, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The sound is much different this week. Ooh, stop. Trying to shave me. <laughs> yeah, it's coming to you. I'm at my boyfriend's place, so. Okay. Yeah, you know, but that's cool. the beauty of re- recording in the digital age. What is? That you can do it from your boyfriend's house and not have to go to the uh, studio. Although I will say, I miss our days in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It was different. This is different and getting it like yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. So maybe cool. we could do like, we'll discuss. Anyway, Yeah, yeah how was your weekend? It was an interesting weekend. So on <laughs> Saturday. Um, it was the first time I went to the gym since the whole lockdown situation. Really? So yeah. So the gym, um, they shut down. They were pretty proactive about shutting down. So they shut down in what mid-March. Um, but we could still do like one-on-one training sessions with um our personal trainer. But then they said even that, you know, we had to stop. So we stopped that. Um, and then, so just like, you know, we tried to do the basement gym and so we bought a few, um, equipment items and, you know, we were doing stuff on the app, but, you know, honestly, we kind of fell off with that. Like working out at home is not the same. Yeah. Like it's not the same. It's not like we had our, you know, we had like our equipment and like our yoga mats and like all all the stuff and, you know, you kind of just don't (laughs) do it, even though it was like right there. And then, um. So yeah, we fell off. Uh, and then they emailed um, the members and said that they were opening back up with new like, you know, restrictions and new um, guidelines and blah, blah, blah. And we were hesitant about doing it. And then we were like, you know, why not? Let's just go for it. And so right. the it was like this lengthy email that they sent with like all the instructions and stuff. So they were limiting the, the amount of people who could be in the gym at one time. You could mm-hmm. only stay for a certain amount of time. Then they would like sanitize the entire place after like each hour and like, yes. all this stuff. They like blocked off the equipment they, and you know, blah, blah, blah. So it was like this arduous process to even like get in the gym. Cause you have to register. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to like reserve a time like the day before, then you have to, um, you're only allowed access for an hour. Then you get there, they, you know, they're going to scan you for your temperature. You have to like sanitize yourself when you get there. And what does that entail? Well, just like <laughs> um, washing your hands, like spraying down everything, like mm-hmm. the, um, the antibacterial and, and hand sanitizer and everything. And so to get there, we were the only people in there. So that was good. Um, you know, we still had our masks on, which was very difficult to work out in a mask. Um, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. And so, um, so we go there and so we're the only two in there and, you know, they had like signs on every other machine that you can't use this machine. You have to stay six feet apart. They had like a pathway like taped out on the floor that you can only walk through this certain way. And then you had to exit like the other way. And then, um, I just went to do cardio, and so I'm on the bike with my mask on, and I could not breathe in that thing. I felt like you ever seen the athletes who wear like that that um 
respirator mask when they're training yes. and it's yes. supposed to like get your lungs together that's how i felt with the mask on <laughs> like i couldn't really breathe like that well but I, I felt like it was making you know my heart pump faster and i felt like i was getting a better right. workout from that uh-huh. so so it was good it was good to like it was good to like sweat again and like be in the gym because it just puts you in a whole different mindset when you when you go there it does like yeah. i remember like we like converted the garage into like a makefish gym and spent hundreds mm-hmm. of dollars on equipment and yeah. like the first from like march until mid-may was going hard five days hard. a week at the yeah. home gym and i was like i'm over it it's just not the same because the gym does have a certain energy to it yeah um yeah and i recently returned to work so going into the office you go to the office yeah oh no ma'am that's just like i will not (laughs) (laughs) um i will say but the way our office is like like i'm in the office by myself so i'm just like Mm -hmm. what's the point but i think like some employers just like as it's in the seat makes you more productive i don't think i was any more productive at work um today than i was when i'm at home but um I do. I will say that the office does have all. It has a similar energy to the gym of making you want to get things done. At home, there's a lot more distractions. That's just what I'll say. Well, so my but I work there's job, distractions too. But like, yeah, not when yeah. no one else is there. When you're there by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because like my, you know, I started my new job and it's mm-hmm. going very well. And yes. we're going to be home at least until next summer. Like, <gasps> oh wow! Really? Yeah. So they were saying that. Um, Definitely for the on paper is for the rest of 2020, but then when you um, they said they're going to reassess in the spring, but mm-hmm. you know by that point it would have already been a year that everyone's home, so they're just going to most likely, you know, due to our job function because we're not like super high of importance that we have to be there that we can just right. work from home indefinitely. So. That's what's up. Like, I'll yeah. see y'all at the, co- at the company, a Zoom Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the company, yeah. if the, that, that, but this is the world we're going to live in. I think the company should really just like get rid of all their space. It's not needed. It's a major expense to heat these spaces, yeah. keep them lit, lease them out. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Take your people some more. Have a virtual Christmas party. You can even send your employees little packages with cocktails in them. And not could just yeah. drink on the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's weird because I haven't met my boss, like, in person. So it's like, I'm on Zoom. We're, like, on Zooming right. all day, but it's, like, just, mm-hmm. like, to have actually met her in person, I haven't. It's not, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can still develop a relationship, you know? Yeah. There's some bosses yeah. that I would love to have only see through Zoom. Let's just say Oh, that. for sure. But they're they're bosses sure. of the past. <laughs> 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 they don't do my evaluation no more. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, well, let's hop into the next segment of the show. It's time for What You Drinking. Are you drinking this week? I haven't seen you drink Of yet. course. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a, <laughs> I have a um, just a margarita for tonight. Simple, my classic. My yeah. I'm drinking um, a little concoction. It's a vodka. It's like, ooh, excuse me, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a vodka with a splash of St. Germain with uh-huh. some San Pellegrino lemon zest and lemon-like water. Okay, it's it looks good. like it's all vodka. It's strong. It basically is all vodka. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Yes, drink responsibly, guys, if you're drinking while you listen to Cat Breeze. 
<laughs> you should do. You should. You need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hop on to category is. So, um, I don't know if you're watching or if you watch, because I know you don't watch these things. Um, but did you see the critically acclaimed Beyonce major motion feature, Black is King? Um, I did not watch it. So you're going to have to do you need a Disney Plus password? Is that the No, I got one. No, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> How come you haven't watched it? Why come you ain't watching it? Well, you know, she's not my diva of choice. Um, she's not. So... But Mariah Carey would never. Not that she couldn't, but she just wouldn't. She wouldn't. But, you know, Mariah had a whole docuseries. So... The one on Amazon? What? No, it was on E. Did she? Yeah. I know she did something about the holiday song on Amazon that was 23 minutes that, long. Yeah, that was um, a little mini documentary. Mm. But, she, no, she had the... Um, you remember she had the reality show. She calls it a docuseries. Oh, it was a reality show. <laughs> docuseries, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, she, she, okay. she's been writing a book for the past three years, so we'll cut her yeah. some slack. Yeah. And she can't read it. Writing like, a book. Beyonce. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, what, okay, like Beyonce? That's it. Well, she can read, unlike Beyonce. Oh. Oh, stop. <laughs> so let's talk, about, well, let's talk about Black is King. Let's so Black is King, I'm just going to start off by saying that Beyonce has once again outdone herself. Um, Black is King is, if you don't know, last July, uh, there was the live action Lion King Which movie sucks. that was released by Disney in theaters. It was terrible. It was horrible. Yeah. It was just a mess. Um, but Beyonce kind of was commissioned by Disney to do the soundtrack to the movie. And when she did the soundtrack, she did it with a lot of like African artists, Nigerian artists, like there was um, Mr. Easy, Burna Boy, and those are just the first couple ones that come to mind because I actually knew them before Beyonce worked with them, but um, a whole lot of other African artists. And we know that Beyonce has been kind of, you know, exploring and developing and, and oh. Not appropriating. I would say that she's been exploring, um, uh -huh. discovering, enriching herself in her Africanness and in her culture for many years now. And she did that mm -hmm. a little bit with Lemonade, um, with you know the imagery and the Orishas and kind of like mm -hmm. whole Africanness. But this album took it to a whole other level. Like Lemonade's looking at Black is King like goddamn, goddamn. Yeah. But I think that personally, I think this is her best set of music. I think it also says a lot that there's so many other featured artists. <laughs> Like how much of the music has to do with her? Um, but I love all the music on the album. My personal favorite songs are um, Raja, uh, Jealous, Don't Jealous Me, and um, Already. Okay. And, but anyway, but I will just say this. Visually, stunning. Like, I watched it 1.5 times. Um, I need to finish it for a second, to my second watch, just because it's a reimagining of the story of the Lion King. We all know the Lion King mm -hmm. story, but this follows like a young boy through his childhood, then through his adolescence, through finding himself and finding his way back. The other song I really like a lot. And it's just a visual feast for the eyes. It's such a treat. 
I don't know how long it took to edit it because these are all music videos just strewn together. But yeah. unlike Lemonade, it tells one continuous story through each video. Mm -hmm. And then the songs really do relate to different points in the film. But I, every, when I watched it for like the second time, I was like, okay, well, this is this part of the Lion King. And that's that part of the Lion King. And I noticed much more details okay. because the first time it was just so much fashion and so much dancing and it's so much- and Cameos. Cameos and then all yeah. the, um, the scenery. Mm -hmm. You know, like I had to watch, you really do have to watch it a second time to take in all that because no detail was left unturned. Like it was just really, really well done. And that's okay. all I can say. I'm really just quite impressed. Okay. The fact that like it was shot, you know, in South Africa, in Ghana, mm -hmm. in London, in LA, in the Grand Canyon, in New York. And it's just all these things strewn together. The costumes alone are just wow. Wow. Yeah. But I don't like, know, whoever edited it on the back end, because like, it's a music video, like, it was just quick shots, like, everything was just changing to the beat, and it was just, I mean, it might give you a seizure on some points, but it was really great to watch. Did it have a warning? <laughs> it did not have a warning. Oh, also, the end, my favorite part was really the credits as well, just to see, like, her working with so many people throughout the diaspora and bringing it all together and like this new, not only a, re, a new reimagining of the Lion King for modern day, but also kind of a reimagining of what blackness is for the modern day. I thought it was really beautifully done. Um, so kudos to you, Beyonce. And you uh, prove time and again why you are my diva of choice. You well, know, I flip flop between her and Janet. <laughs> yeah. But she's not my diva of choice, but. You know, and I don't really give Beyonce too much uh, uh -huh. because, you know, I don't, I don't think she's the smartest or the most clever or, you know, a lot of these ideals, ideas, I don't think are genuinely hers. Like, I feel like she does have a very creative team that surrounds her oh, and sure. they use, and she's the vessel for a lot of these ideas that come come to pass right. um so with this you know i do wonder like how much creatively was actually beyonce but i don't know how much something. of it is i think that the person who is probably who has the most creative influence on beyonce is solange right um i do maintain that solange is my favorite novels <laughs> um i love beyonce i know that's a really unpopular thing to say but i mm -hmm. solange i get what you're saying i feel like her artistry is a direct result of her or mostly her Mm -hmm. um, I do feel like with Beyonce, like she's just, she's such a commodification of other artists strung uh -huh. together to yeah. make her package. And then she yeah. delivers. And then she but delivers. I, I totally she, see what you're saying. Because she delivers it. And that's the thing, like she always delivers. And she delivers and, it like no other. Yeah. And so but, I will give her this. That, the parts that I did see looked it good. Good, looked good, good. Like so good. The um just like you said, the visual the visuals were like mm -hmm. just so spectacular and like the choreography was amazing. Mama looked at good, she was snatched. I don't know how mm -hmm. she got that meteor to come and fall directly behind her when she was on I the I think fan. all that was done in post. Okay. But still but she did that. But um I mean, she posted a video on um Instagram TV, IGTV, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, let me watch, you know, let me watch it so I can have some frame of, like, reference for, for what she's delivering, and it was the song, it was already, mm -hmm. and so 
when I first started it, I was like, oh, okay, she got like these guys and they're painted like Smurfs and they're like dancing around <laughs> the tree. Well, oh. they look they look like Smurfs. And then they had um then she had like the Hulk like dancing around in a parking garage. And I was like, okay, Bianca, like what is this? And then when the beat dropped and then she started like, you know, performing the song, I was like, oh, okay. And it like yes. drew it like drew me in. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yes. And then you know how I am. I like to I like to see the lyrics. And so like I put it on mm-hmm. pause, I had to look up the lyrics and like really get into the song. And so she's, you know, saying, you know, you're a king already. You're already. a king already. You Sorry. know, and it, yeah. And so it made me think of this um James Baldwin quote that mm-hmm. says Oh, well, it was crown. just his birthday. His yeah, his birthday is August second. And so oh. it's, the quote is um gosh, you made me forget it. But it's like, your crown is already bought and paid for. You just have to wear it. And so when she's saying you're a king already, you're this already, I was like, okay, she's basically interpreting that that quote. To me, you know, you're interpreting that quote and made this amazing visual out of it and just seeing like Mm -hmm. the African men and they were like dancing around and they were just so proud of their culture. You know, it was amazing. It was beautiful. beautiful. You know, and it I see with your crown beautiful. shirt on. And you see it with my crown on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's Basquiat. I'm a king. I'm a king already. Yes. And Basquiat, another yeah. Haitian American artist. Yes. yes. Okay. Levels, levels, levels. It was but levels to I will that. Say so I was like, you know, there has been some response from like black Christians on the internet, in the interwebs, okay. saying like, oh, her, her, uh, she has demonic or what's that illuminati representations and images throughout the video but it's like you were you've so you've been so like colonialized due to imperialism Mm -hmm. and due to the west taking over the world that you don't even recognize and realize like these are actual religions that have come from africa Mm -hmm. and that are valid like are part of our ancestry and because we have that disconnect from our ancestry we really don't understand it so we we have been socialized and and um what's the word called, indoctrinated in mm-hmm. Western culture to the extent that, to the extent that, um, you know, we question our own ancestry. So mm-hmm. it was interesting. A lot of the things that she pictured um, were like really tied deep towards African mm-hmm. religions and culture. So it was, culture, it's really beautiful yeah. to like educate this younger generation and, I just thought it was a beautiful work of art. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm pro- I will probably watch it a third time and then be done with it, but there's so much happening that you can't even get it on the first go around. Yeah. But the credits were also great, just to see everyone be um, featured, um, like mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell, Lupita Nyong'o, and the um, Brown Skin Girl video specifically, and mm-hmm. some other models, because you know I follow lots of models. Yeah. But um, I did notice that um, Michelle was missing. Michelle was... Noticeably absent. Yeah. Noticeably absent. Yeah. But they got together because her birthday was recently also, and the three of them oh, okay. were the three of them were together. Um, unless that was an old picture that they posted. But she had um Kelly was like very prominent in the videos. Yeah, Blue was of course. Blue there. was there. The, it was dedicated to Sar Carter. But was he even in there? He was in the credits at the end. Because um, the baby she was holding in the beginning, I don't think it was him. 
and then the girl twin was in the video, right? Ruby, was in there somewhere, yes. yeah. Uh, but oh, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Jay Z got some strong ass jeans. That DNA, strong. That DNA is. Yeah, very strong. Very strong. Yes. yes. The Blackest King is out now on Disney Plus. I know some of y'all gonna boost some passwords <laughs> so you can get some access, but it was good. It was the so part I saw was good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I will say this. I feel like this would have been a major motion picture release because I think that was the next step after Lemonade. Mm-hmm. But due to the COVID, this is what you got. It's okay. She's gonna get it's okay though. She's gonna rack up on the Emmys next year. Oh, she sure is. Yeah. She will get her an Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now. So going from black to orange, your president. Well, not mine. He's not my president. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we don't claim him around these parts. Orange is the new black. Um, so he. <laughs> it's not the new black neither. Orange is not the new black. Orange is still the same old orange that it was. In fact, orange, orange don't even like black. Well, Halloween's cancel. <laughs> <laughs> but that person, the person in the Oval Office, he is trying to ban TikTok, the oh. social networking app where they have all the dance challenges. You can record mm-hmm. like a what, like a one minute video? I don't really know, I but know. I learned about TikTok than the Savage Dance. Yeah, like that's how they do all the challenges, mm. which all look the same, by the way. But he said that he is going to ban TikTok from the United States. He's really mad because that was the platform <laughs> that gooped him with the that Tulsa rally when oh yeah nobody showed up. Yeah, so yeah, because I mean, TikTok users, I heard a lot of Korean TikTok users mm-hmm. specifically were like, "Hey, everyone, go register for the Tulsa, Oklahoma rally, yeah. but don't go." And that's how he yeah. got gooped. Yeah, because the numbers were like million people registered for the for that rally and like six thousand people showed up mm-hmm. and hurt all his feelings so now he's trying to but retaliate doesn't he, isn't he alleging that china's spying on us with it yeah or something he's talking about national security and like all kind of Please. bs but you don't think facebook is spying on china girl well facebook is his friend because they use that to mess up the last election thank you thank you yeah so and, you know, Facebook trying to get their stuff together after all those boycotts. So oh, they're wow. saying that they're going to help people register to vote by mail or something. They're trying Who's to... That? Facebook. And I was like, oh, oh. please. Yeah, they're I don't trying. trust nothing from Facebook or Mrs. Zuckerberg. <laughs> right. She can go sit. Although, did you see him when he was, like, surfboarding? And he I had all that. Too. So he had on, like, way too much um, sunscreen, like, on his face. He looked like a spooky ghost. <laughs> but but he's probably using mineral sunscreen instead of a chemical sunscreen. But due to his fair complexion, he should use a zinc mineral sunscreen. Well, Sorry. he had on way too much of whatever it was, <laughs> and he looked like a ghost. But then when he turned around, Mark got it's just like, that white cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Mark got a fatty. Like, did you see the picture? Does he? He's a fat ass. Yeah. Well, now I actually yes. will Google that. Google it. Zuckerberg. Is it with a C or a K? It's a CK. M-A-R-C-K? 
Oh, no, I thought you meant Zuckerberg. Z- no, um, just Mark. No, it's M-A-R-K. Ooh, how low class. Hmm. <laughs> I prefer Mark oh, to yeah. see. Wow. <laughs> like Jacob. That ain't it. <laughs> Girl, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for that. I mean, this is what I will say. You were the president, you know, illegitimately of the United States during a global pandemic, during racial unrest, during the worst economy since the Great Depression. And you worried about a social media app? Sis, get your shit all the way together. Fix your wig. Put it on straight and fucking focus. I know you only got a smooth... 100 days left in the office, but at least try to go out doing a little bit of good. But he's not concerned about that. He's concerned about the bullshit and the distractions. And that's yeah. just what pisses me off. But do we expect anything less from this subhuman? No. It, that takes a lot for me to call him subhuman. But I just have no respect for this man. I mean, I wouldn't piss on him if he were on fire. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, rescue, him, I, anyway. I wouldn't rescue him from a drowning boat. Well, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be that, that close to him either. Yeah. It's just, but... I'm just saying, like, why are you concerned with that? Because I think that the issue is, you know, he is trying to find something to... Girl, but that's not it. But he's trying. And it's like, all his energy is in the, in the wrong places. A lot of it is distraction. He's trying to distract everybody from the polls that show him losing from... Look over there! The... Sorry. Yeah. That was a Jada Essence <laughs> Hall reference. <laughs> oh, okay. um, and yeah, he's just he's just really trying to distract people from what's going on. Like he keeps trying to sow distrust about voting from, um, from via mail. He's trying to put people in place that will slow down. The but he votes service. via mail. Exactly. And the absentee ballot and the mail ballot are no different. They're just a so-called a mail-in ballot. So my thing is you want to send these kids back to school to catch the COVID and take it home to their parents. But you want to delay the election? What sense does that make? You want to ban TikTok, but you want to ban assault rifles? What sense does that make? This backward-ass country. It's a fucking dumpster fire. I saw something on Instagram that made me funny. It said America is the third world country to Gucci Belt. <laughs> and I thought it was funny. Yeah, countries don't wear belts. Huh? Countries don't wear belts. I'm saying, but if you were to make the personification of what America is, I saw walking down the street during happy hour, and she's a hot mess girl. Oh, okay. (laughs) Speaking of hot messes, let's go to our next category. (laughs) Um, The Real Housewife of Potomac premiere was last night. Yes, it was. Did you see it? I watched it this morning because I fell asleep. Okay. I thought it came on at eight, but it, it came did. on at nine. No. no, no, it came on at eight because the the reunion came on at eight. The part part three reunion came on at eight. The new episode came on at nine because I went to sleep promptly at eight thirty. You know I'm an old man. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I am. Yes. No, because I usually watch. Um, I usually watch. 90 Day Fiance on Sunday nights at 8, but I think it came on at 8. Okay, well, maybe I was... Anyway. Uh, ooh, Mark, Mark does have a little fatty. Okay. I told you. Back to the, yeah. back to the, <laughs> back to the issue I think. Yeah, so... Um, yes, I, yes, I watched at 5 o'clock this morning, yes. And okay. it was great. I will say this, another unpopular opinion, but 
The Real Housewives of Potomac is my favorite franchise. Um, you like Atlanta better? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm here for the Potomac girls. Well, I think with Potomac, it started out as they were supposed to be the classy, sophisticated ones, and they weren't like the DC ones, because that was a hot mess. But mm. they were like supposed to be old money, Virginia, Maryland area, like black elitist or whatever. Mm. And remember like first season, all they talked about was etiquette. Yes. And that's all they argued about was, you didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't get to sit in the middle of the table. It was my birthday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, it, was very, Karen, it was very Jack and Jill starter. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And, you know, but it didn't really take it to the level that like Atlanta takes it. So it well, never I really- think, I think each franchise, like every city has its own different personality. It's yeah. a different set of people that live there. You know, and I think that it does kind of represent the DMV, the Potomac area. Um, the women pretend to be bougie, much like myself, but are just really just ratchet in a hot ass mess. Maybe that's why I identify with them so much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the Atlanta women have less airs about them. They have less pretense. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're so beloved. But Atlanta is my second favorite franchise. But I do like the Potomac women. Um, with regard to this premiere, I thought it was, it was, it was a nice, the premiere is kind of supposed to set the tone, recap you about what's been happening since the last episode. Mm -hmm. We caught up with Monique, she has an African gray. A bird. A bird, yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know why she got the bird, it's like, bitch, don't you got three kids and a whole husband in this big ass house to care for? Oh, she wanted a bird. Oh my God, did I tell you that this bird shat on me the other day? You got shat on? Yes, by a bird. What kind of bird? I don't know. I was walking back from... How much Whole shot did it shit? Enough. <laughs> it was enough. So I'm walking back from Whole Foods and I had like a bag in each hand. And I'm mm. crossing the street. And so I'm looking both ways and I saw something like kind of just fall. Mm. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't, I just didn't, you know, know what it was or whatever. So then I'm, I keep walking and then some people are approaching me and they look at me and they like do like this. They had like, mm -hmm. you know, that weird kind of look. And I was like, what the fuck are you looking at, bitch? <laughs> you know, in my head. And then, so I keep walking and then like another person looks at me kind of with like that same look. And you know, we're all like masked up so you can't really see their faces. Right. And so I look down and I guess the birds hit, hit me in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like white bird shit running down my leg. And I was like- It looked oh. like calm? Oh, sorry. No. Sorry. <laughs> it looked like white. It looked like white Virtual. out. Okay. Yeah, it looked like white out. And so <laughs> I was like, so I had a bag in each hand, so I couldn't like stop and wipe it off. So I tried to like wipe it off with my shoe, and that just made it much worse. Cause it, like, just smeared all down my leg. And I was, it was with hot. Your shoe. Yeah, it was hot out. And I was just like, oh God, let me hurry up and get home. And like, I was like, well, let me tear off a piece of the bag of the paper bag so I can like wipe it out and that just made it that much worse so I was like okay let me just hurry up and get home and take mm. a shower but everybody's like it's such a um, it's good luck. sign of good luck if you get shot on by a bird I was like I don't feel very lucky in this moment but okay so shot is officially the past tense of shit. <laughs> yeah okay I just want to confirm <laughs> yeah my bad but back to housewives 
Um, so, yeah. Housewives was great. I think that my favorite character on Housewives has a real storyline this season, unlike a bird, which is clearly Monique's storyline. And Monique is actually from the town that my mom grew up in, Pleasant mm-hmm. New Jersey. Jersey. Um, so I do like her for that, because I want to like a mm-hmm. Jersey girl, and I'm not a rut, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh-huh. But I think that my favorite character on the show is Giselle. And her storyline's no. actually pretty compelling. Um, no. Giselle is gorgeous, but she has poor taste. Very um, poor. Her fashions are garish and tacky and cheap. She always looks so cheap. And she's renovating this new house and decorating it. The house looks so cheap. It looks like a Bratz doll. Remember the, like, not even Barbie, but Bratz? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looks like a Bratz doll house. Like, it's like fuchsia and lime green and baby blue. And there's, like, feather boas. It's just the tacky. There's, like, like rhinestones in her couch. Yeah. (laughs) But she's just very tacky. At, at least her appliances match this time. But they're still white, honey. It's they're 2020. Get you some stainless white. steel. <laughs> but they're all white this time. Right. I feel like <laughs> so her storyline this year is going to be that um, she's dating her ex-husband, which right. I do not think is going to end well. Oh, because. So she and her ex-husband, who's Jamal Bryant, who is the pastor at New Birth, or one of the Atlanta mega churches. And so we're not in Atlanta. Yeah, so, I mean, he might be gay. But... Yeah. Someone um, likes to play hide the sausage. Whose sausage is the question? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was... Um, so she was with her daughters, and they were feeling some kind of way about this new rekindled relationship and the daughters you know were saying that they really don't approve of it or they just think it's awkward and weird and Giselle's like well why because that's your father and I think that's the disconnect for her she's like well it's your father you should be one is back together but they've been divorced for 12 years like the kids have never don't have any memories of their parents being together and so they think it's weird that, you know, now y'all are trying to get back together, but I'm used it to is. my I'm used to my daddy time over here and we do, mm-hmm. you know, our stuff with dad and I'm used to our mom time here and we do our stuff with you. And I think when the combination of the two is like they're not used to that, it's new for them. And honestly, Giselle does not need to do this because unless they're going to get married like tomorrow and be together for the rest of their lives, then they're gonna fuck them kids up that much more. Yeah, because it's gonna be like uh, a second divorce. Exactly. If you will. Or like, exactly. my parents were like always co-parenting, now they're married. It, it could actually do more damage. Yeah. And I think the thing, I mean, honestly, I think Giselle is just like, this is probably the love of her life. And she's like, well, she's, I feel like she's probably settling, but she's like, you know what? It ain't gonna get no better than this. And she basically said that, like, cause one of her friends was like, is there anyone else you, who's gonna love your kids the way that, that he does? She's like, no. I'm like, but Obviously of course not. not cause yeah. they're not his kids. Yeah. Mean he can't love them. And he's like, well, is there anyone else you wanna travel the world with? She's like, no. So I think she's a mix of her just like living in the past trying to compare what she had with him with mm-hmm. someone else and then quite frankly just settling because yeah she hasn't had that feeling but like you're not going to have that feeling that you had 12 years ago because you was a different person than that mm-hmm. and 
I don't know. I don't think it's a good look either because he lives in Atlanta. There's lots of temptations. Um, I don't know if he's fighting the temptations. Um, I'm sure that he's losing control. <laughs> but uh, Beyonce lyrics from back in the day. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to work. But best of luck to her. Um, Karen's still out here perpetrating. Um, wig's still looking a mess. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the little light skinned one with the curly hair? Ashley. Ashley. Ashley's out here acting like her man ain't gay still. I ain't out here. And that's fine <laughs> if he is. I think it was fine. The whole, there's lots of there's lots of married I, men who are married to women with children who are gay, and that is fine. But I think with her, because I watched they had the marathon, and that was um I was on my Bravo boycott um uh-huh. last season, so I missed like last year the last season of um, Potomac 2. And so, you know, I got to catch up on everything. And I think whatever the situation is, she's fine with it. She's okay with it. And the fact that she just doesn't like that the people are talking about it and, you know, just making a big deal out of everything, especially with like the allegations and the, um, that uh, cameraman or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. You know, I, so I think that complicated things a bit, but I think she's fine with like whatever their situation is. Yeah, it's um, clear that they have like an arrangement, but she just wants him to be a little less sloppy about it. Right, 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 right. I think the main conflict this year is going to be uh, Monique and Candace because they start off with that mm-hmm. cold open where they have yes. um, the broken glass on the floor and then they have the voiceovers. Um, about like what happened and they're showing like the dramatized like clips and then when it pauses and like black like fades to black and white and stuff so mm-hmm. I think you know whatever happened they're going to build up to that probably the mid-season um, cliffhanger and then they'll spend mm-hmm. the back half of the season kind of like repairing that but um, yeah I think you know I think that's going to be um, the main kind of conflict and because yeah. I want to because I want to know what happened I want to know, like what I don't know what happened to her. And so Candace is the young one. She came on what season two or three? I can't remember. Season three. And she was like the she did pageants, I believe. Her mom mm-hmm. is from money or her family's from money. Um she was married to the or she build up building up to marrying the white guy, Chris. Mm-hmm. And um they finally got married, I guess, at the beginning of last season. Right. And so this on this premiere, they were having their first anniversary party. And so they were like renting, um, they went to this one space to like rent out their, their room or whatever. And the lady says, well, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And Can- Candace goes, about 5000 Five thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but she she tried to hide it like about five. I was like five. What girl? Yeah, and she and she thought she was doing something good though. She was like about five, and um, events fish was like, well, events <laughs> 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 fish. was like um, on a on a Friday. Our minimum is twenty two. <laughs> right. What can you do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Four times. But then she tried to put it off. She's like, she's like, she can work with us now. She can work with us. <laughs> there was no working done. Twenty-two girl. That's a seventeen thousand dollar gap 
like what y'all gonna do they ended up having <laughs> right. they ended up having it at that space but i'm sure bravo subsidized a bunch of that but well but did they because honey they had child. a cash bar cash bar <laughs> i love what karen said she said if you got to have a cash bar don't have a party Exactly. I cannot agree more. That is exactly <laughs> how I feel because unless we are like 22 and fresh out of college or fresh out of school and y'all getting married and you, you're financing it yourself and you don't got your good job yet at that age, <laughs> a cash bar, first of all, I don't care cash, number one. Who does? Number well, two. Well, they can take card. <laughs> If you invite me anywhere, I'm probably gonna buy you a gift. So that means I'm not paying. I'm not paying any more money to celebrate your life events and your life choices. How about that? Thank you. Yeah, if you got to have the cash bar, just don't have the party for your one year anniversary. And I thought diamonds and denim. She looked very tacky. She looked like she spent more her outfit than she spent at the ball. (laughs) To be quite frank. With them little past hors d'oeuvres she had. It had the yeah. nerve to act like she was doing. And then had Paul had the nerve to act like she was gonna bring in the cakes from the cake tasting with her and Giselle. Honey, you know you gotta pay a plating fee. You was not paying three dollars to have each one of them slices of cake cut. Right. With your foolishness. Yeah. It was a hot mess. It was so uh, hot. Yeah. So but I like uh-huh. I like Candace as a person. She is stunningly beautiful she's like so chocolatey she's like, gorgeous i like her husband he's a nice guy i feel like he's just a nice guy he allegedly comes from money where's it at but where because <laughs> i don't they a star. i have not seen anything mm-hmm. um at all but i'm gonna keep watching this well maybe it's all called photographer he do got a couple of insurance he does have the kids yeah um he does have the kids so yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep watching. I want to see what the storylines are going to become because one person on there notoriously does not have a storyline and she's using the same storyline she had from season Robin. One. Robin, whatever her last name. We heard her the same birthday. No, but her storyline, yeah, her storyline is so tired. Actually, when I yeah. found out me and her had the same birthday, I was like, ew, you don't deserve this bitch. Get off our team. <laughs> she, but yeah. She doesn't have that, she don't have that essence. <laughs> And she and her husband, um, or ex-husband, who was a former basketball player, Juan, have been divorced mm. since forever. He is. Um, he got a little mm. thick, too. Because he wasn't that thick, like, season one. Mm. So he got a nice little dad vibe going on. But um, they've been divorced. They're, like, co-parenting their kid, the two boys. They're, they live together in that town. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Lots of family lives in the townhouses. Don't do that. Do not house shame. But the kids, the kids, the, the, kids the kids are house shaming her. Like, we need to, a bigger house. We need to upgrade <laughs> because we are outgrowing this space. And right. you can't give her like two bedrooms <laughs> in a townhouse right. with that jacket deal in between. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> Maybe they got a they, they got a furnished basement, <laughs> a finished basement or something, but not the way them kids do. <laughs> but she does not have a storyline. She's been 
oh, me and Juan might get back together. Me and Juan might get back together. Um, and she's been saying that for five seasons, girl. And y'all ain't together yet. Like, come on. You would have been reduced to a friend of a long time ago on any other franchise Again. because you're not bringing anything to the table. N- nothing. But she is bringing fashion. She looked good at Candace's party. What she had on? The, I don't know. She had a whole bunch of them Bobby, them little cute Bobby pins oh, yeah. her hair with a little jacket with cute boots. That's the first yeah. time I ever seen Bobby look good. But, you know, she's not bringing the storyline. And, uh-huh. and Juan's never going to marry her because why would you buy the cow no. and get the milk for free? Right. And she looked like yeah. she produced a lot of milk. A lot of <laughs> A lot. I mean, she lactates. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just want to say that, you know, I feel like Monique lost her composure for a moment and what Candace mm-hmm. has. But being a fellow New Jerseyan, it be like that sometimes. You don't push us. We will fuck you up. And that's and I feel like Candace pushed her to the point where she can't even come to the for no more. She just had to fuck her up. But now she's dealing with well, the repercussions of that. They had Don't try a Jersey bitch. Do not. They had some kind of um, situation last season because, but um, what's her name was pregnant last season, so she couldn't, she couldn't fight. So, so she couldn't fight Candace. They kind of made up at the reunion, but then I think a lot of that stuff was still underlying. You can't make up like that quickly mm-hmm. and forget everything. Yeah. Um, but Candace but, is a nasty bitch. I don't like she even tried Giselle at her own party. She's just a messy little bitch. She's a brat. She needed somebody to be her ass, to be quite frank. She's cute, but she I don't like her attitude. She well, reminds me of a friend I used to be friends with that I'm not friends with no more. So I don't really have I don't see it for Candace. And that's all I got to say. I'm done talking about her. I'm done. No, I think um yeah, I just don't know. I think that Candace does have some behaviors, but like that whole circle they have nasty behaviors and they're catty and they take it to the full out extent all the time and i think mm-hmm. you know some of that stuff is for the cameras but then sometimes you push it a little too far like her and ashley have a beef right now that's been ongoing and candace is like tweeting mean tweets mm-hmm. when ashley was in labor with her son and it was just like girl you're doing the most but yeah we'll see we will see. All right. Whatever well, that's the categories for this week. Let's hop into the next segment of the show. It is time for I Said What I Said. Would you like to go first? So my I Said What I Said for this week is, you know, a few weeks ago we lost our um, political, one of our political heroes, John Lewis, passed away. And he mm-hmm. has been you know, really influential and impactful for the culture since civil rights movements. He, you know, was like that stalwart figure for black politics and, you know, marching with Dr. Dr. King and just everything leading up to, um, you know, recent events and like, you know, race and equality and like everything that he's fought for in our country. So he was a very pivotal figure. And, you know, his documentary had, like, just come out, Good Trouble, down to the TV. And, you know, people were all in their feelings about John Lewis passing Mm -hmm. away. Um, But they had his fume, which, what, three presidents were there? Three Mm -hmm. former presidents. We had Obama. We had Clinton. We had um, George 
the younger Bush was there and they spoke. Um, right. They had um, Jennifer Holiday saying, they had the other lady saying, and Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson was Jay Hud were not Hood. there. Jay Hud had a funeral for her dog and oh. had that dog laid up in that casket. <laughs> and then they were trying to like motion the other dog. Her son was holding the other dog and that mm-hmm. dog was freaking out. Like, I don't want to be here. And it was just like having a fit. And they had right. to take it like off camera. So maybe she done for with fumes for a minute. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, so this disturbing thing that I saw on the social was that people were filming their reactions to John Lewis's funeral. So they were playing it in the background. They had their phone like in selfie like, mode. Live tweeting it almost, like live reaction videos. Yeah, but like, so they had their phone in selfie mode and they were recording themselves like watching and crying. (gasps) Or they were like posting these, you know, these enraptured videos and just I'm caught up in the moment and in the motion. And like, I just didn't get it. Like, I don't know who John Lewis was. Right. I've never been so moved by something that my first reaction is, let me take a video of myself. Well, we and live in a very performative culture now where everything has so, to be performed for the internet. Yeah. And I just didn't like that, especially with the fume. Like, these are the same type of people who go to a concert, but they take videos of themselves singing the artist's songs, and mm-hmm. they're like not watching the artists who's, who they paid to go see perform the song on stage. They're like the ones who are <sighs> and posting videos of themselves singing to the right. song. Like, it's the exact same type of person, which mm-hmm. I just don't like. But do it for a concert, but don't do that for a few. Like, this man fought for a lot of the freedoms and the rights that we have today and it's disrespectful. So mm. don't do that. No more. It's a solemn event. Like, yeah. Are people like not taught like decorum anymore and etiquette? No. Like the Potomac ladies trying <laughs> to teach them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But y'all need to just do better. Like, this man is laying in state in the Capitol building. And you're like, let me take a video of me crying. Like, girl. Mm. I hear you. It's yeah. again, the whole performance. It goes back to, you know, when I hate when someone passes and everyone posts pictures of them with that person. It's like, yeah. how can I make this event all about me? About me. But that's the very me, me, me society and culture that we live in. And how can I connect myself? How can I make myself the center of everything? It's just disgusting. Yeah, very. And I said what I said. Well, my, I said what I said this week is going to be hella particular. Um, if anyone who knows me knows I am a skinista. I like skincare products. It is my hobby. It is my interest. I spend a good 30 to 45 minutes washing my face per day. But that's not a lot of time if you think about it. Um, between my morning regime and my night regime. But it's just a moment. It's very meditative. It's just time for me to just wash my face and keep my skin cute. I try. I do love skincare products. I learned a lot about skincare products. I'm very, very um, leery and cautious 
when it comes to celebrity skincare products. I actually don't own any celebrity skincare products, nor will I. You don't got no Kylie skin? Don't got no Kylie skin, nor will I ever. I'm not going to well, put got, ammonia on my face. Hers got um, <laughs> the walnuts or something in it, and it's not good for your skin. It's the walnut scrub. It's abrasive. Yeah. You should never use a chemical mm-hmm. exfoliant. I'm mean, uh, sorry, a physical exfoliant. Only use chemical exfoliants. Um, they cause tiny sca- um, scars and scratches on the skin, and the, it's really hard to repair the dermis after that. But again, back to Fenty Skin. Fenty Skin launched. Um, it was a lot of excitement because when Rihanna is becoming a mogul, you know, she don't really care about music no more, but she's giving y'all um, Fenty Beauty, which was like groundbreaking in the beauty and makeup world. She's giving y'all Fenty, uh, uh, Savage X Fenty, which is like her lingerie line, was really all inclusive. You know, after her makeup launch, like all the other brands got more colors for more diversity. After mm-hmm. her lingerie launch, Victoria's Secret is where, who, you know, like, she had done some things. She's the only black woman that's a part of a French fashion house. I mean, like LVHF, like Louis Vuitton, Hennessy Moet, like she's a part of that with Fenty Maison. Like she's done big things with all of her launches. So I think that it's a lot of pressure when she announced she was doing a Fenty skin because um, she just wanted to be successful. Um, there's some things I like about her launch, some things I don't like. She only launched with three products, a cleanser, a toner, and a moisturizer that's an SPF. It's what like, else girl, you need? I mean, that's true, right? Because that's the basics. Yeah. Because right? you, should, you should wash, tone, and moisturize. That's it. But for someone who's deeply, deeply into skin, I'm like, where's the essences? Where's the emulsions? Where's the serums? Where's the masks? How about, I thought Listen. the most natural things that she could have used, I thought the most natural thing and the opportunity she missed out on was an oil based um, makeup remover. Because why is it really bad for your skin and also bad for the environment? And it's best to use oil based to remove makeup from the face. And because she has a makeup line, it's an easy sell and transition to say, hey, use this oil based makeup remover to remove your makeup that you bought from me. And then now use your skin cleansers that you have good skin underneath the makeup. Missed mm-hmm. opportunity. But the products look really, really, for a skin person who uses lots of product, this is beyond basic. Um, I'm not spending $28 on the cleanser. You can go get Cetaphil all day, basic, gentle cleanser. You can go get a foam cleanser all day. The toner, toner is supposed to, is supposed to be like a mild astringent on the skin, balance the pH, get deeper into the pores and get the dirt and bacteria out. Hers also has like a serum that's supposed to moisturize. I don't know how you do both. And then she has a chemical SPF, which I think it's great that she has an SPF because black people don't use it. SPF is really important. But the one that she's created is not the best kind of SPF that you could do. And I just think that that's, I think that that's not the best because she, without getting too nerdy and too broke down, but I just, I was very, very underwhelmed and disappointed by Rihanna. I wouldn't spend for those price points mm-hmm. that money for so many products that are already existing and on the market that you can get that are just as good. Because I mean, I was down to her ingredient list, like looking. But that's just me being a hella, hella super nerd who's very much into skincare. So don't Rihanna. buy it? Wait, so did you buy the product and use the product? Well, I didn't buy the product oh, because okay. I wasn't one of those people who got... But honey, I know so much about skincare. I said, let me look uh, up these products. Let me see her ingredients. Be. I know so much. I look at skincare ingredients all You don't know the day. formula. You can't critique it Child. if you ain't used it. But uh, someone who's doing their research, I could look uh, at the ingredients and the formulation and know that I'm not going to go use the product. It's just not. So you can, 
So you can look at a menu and see if a restaurant is good. Yes, I can. Actually, I can can look. Yes, I can. Because I'm a skilled diner. I'm a skilled person at eating out. I spent tens of thousands of dollars eating out at restaurants. I know what's good and what's not good to order at the restaurant. Because I'm not good. I know that her products ain't worth that money. And they're not that great. And I was just underwhelmed with the offering of products that she has. Um, I'm not spending my coin. Um, maybe I will. Maybe I should just get the package. But I'm just gonna, why would I just throw $75? I mean, I can. Yeah, you ain't got that, girl. You better save that. Oh, stop that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't do that. But I could spend a little $75 and get a real judgment. But I'm just saying, looking at the formulations and the products that she's using, it's a lot of, mm-hmm. she has some good, like, like, like safflower soft, soft, soft oil and other good, expensive, actually nice ingredients in the formulation. But some of the formulations don't make sense. I like to keep my, she, it's not a toner that she's giving, she's actually giving an essence. Essence is different than a toner. Because a toner okay. is sometimes too astringent. Again, I'm getting way deep in the weeds on skincare, yeah. but looking at the formulation and the chemical breakdown and the compounds of her products, they're not something that I would spend my money on. You can go get those products similarly formulated for much broader retailers for much lower cost, like a third of the cost. And I said what I said. Okay. Sorry. So let's move on. <laughs> now, it's time for, <laughs> now it's time for 10, 10, Tens across the board. Yes. Well, my tens of speak goes to a black woman who has been named, and the whole position was created for her at the Washington Post. Um, I love outside of skincare and food. I also love the press and the media. I think that the First Amendment is my favorite amendment. Um, I think that if I wasn't in my current profession, I would probably be a journalist of some sort. And Ooh, not with all them typos you have down to the bitch, stop. You know I got big you thumbs. Have, you have a lot of typos. <laughs> a lot. In my text messages? So you I do. I'm notorious. I'm you notorious. Need a lot more. No one proofreads their text messages. You need Grammarly or something, girl. Cause... I do have Grammarly. And my text messages <laughs> be worse than Grammarly. I actually downloaded it. Mad people suggested I download Grammarly. <laughs> but also, my mind, like when people send me, Things that have like typos, my mind automatically corrects the typos. So I think when I'm typing the typos, my mind is, doesn't your mind account for that? No. Anyway, to, to my tens, <laughs> my tens goes to Carissa Thompson, who was named the first managing editor by diversity and inclusion at the Washington Post. The Washington Post is one of my favorite papers. I feel like it's a credible news source, unlike the Facebooks and the internet and the shade room where people allegedly get their news these days, which is yeah, just all bullshit and not really like ethically sourced or verified or credible or even presented in like a real news fashion that's not journalism that's blogging yeah. there's a difference yeah. um but um mrs Th- Ms. thompson has been with the washington post for a 20-year career thus far this position was specifically created for her um it's a very senior position within the washington post and the purpose of this is to um that she will be responsible for leading the newsroom in its efforts for recruitment, hiring, promoting, and mentoring staff um, with the purpose of expanding people of color and Black people within journalism, within this newsroom, and also how the stories are um, crafted and 
um, reported out to people. I think that this is one of the key, key, key things that is so missed in journalism. It is highly, highly important, not only for the news that's being disseminated to the masses where people get the information, but also for the people who are working in those arenas and have those opportunities to report the news. So this is a kind of dorky, I said what I said, intense for me, but tends to you, Clarissa Thompson. At the Washington Post. At the Washington Post. I have a problem with them because every time you go to their website, you can't read their articles because they say you need to have yeah, a subscription. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, you I am subscribe? not doing that. No. You'll subscribe? No. <laughs> News should be free, especially with the times that we are living in today. Well, you have NPR. That's a great free news source. Yeah, but I'm not trying to go to several different websites because, like, on my Google feeds, a lot of times Washington Post articles pop up, and mm. I go to read the article, and it's like, to read more, you got to subscribe and pay a dollar and do all this. Stuff. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, doing it's that. behind the paywall. Yeah. Maybe. Um. What's her name? Carissa. Carissa, Maybe she can't, that. can't get me a hookup, girl. What's your password? Yeah, we're well, a hookup, girl. Okay. <laughs> Give me some reparations uh, up in here. Uh, uh, she's the F you pay me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so my tens this week is going to another Black woman. And a publication yes. is going to Oprah Winfrey and O, the Oprah magazine for the first time in 20 years, they've had 241 issues, I believe. Wow. Um, but this is the um, September issue, which is almost every magazine's biggest issue, biggest issue. Yeah. of the year. Um, so this year, the September issue of O Magazine, instead of featuring Oprah on the cover, which for the past 240 covers has been a picture of Oprah, this um, September issue is going to feature Breonna Taylor, who, you know, tragically lost her life um in march in louisville kentucky she was a 26 year old black woman who was killed by police within her own home she was sleeping i believe yeah she was and, sleeping while resting to go work her shift as an essential worker yeah as an emergency medical technician mm -hmm. um and her killers are still alive i mean still alive they're still um free they haven't been prosecuted mm -hmm. or any charges or anything have come out of this so oprah says that um what she knows for sure is that we can't be silent in a moment like this we have to use whatever megaphone we can we have to cry for justice and she wants justice like a lot of people do want justice for brianna taylor um it's yeah it's just a sad story and you know maybe this will bring some light to the situation and we can get some kind of justice for our sister. Yes. I, I, when I saw that, it was like everyone on mm -hmm. Instagram that day. Yeah. It was a beautiful work. I forget the name of the graphic artist who did the image, but I just thought it was beautifully done. And I just thought it was yeah. also like so moving that like Oprah's been on the cover of every magazine and this, mm -hmm. that was like a big thing. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So Tim's for Oprah Magazine. Uh, Deidre Reed was the, um, visual artist, visual editor, and mm -hmm. Lucy Kalen is the editor-in-chief of O Magazine. So Tim's for yes. all of y'all over there. My mama gets her O Magazine every month. Does she Shout subscribe? My mama. Yeah, I bought it for her. It was like a, okay. um, I got it for her for like Mother's Day subscription. Okay. I just renew it, renew it every year. 
Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to my mom. Her birthday is this week. Oh, yes. Tens for you, mom. Two of my other friends, um, their moms are also born on the same day as my mom. So we have that in common. And my dad. And your dad is the same yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Well, James Baldwin was August 2nd. And then on August 4th, we have our forever president, Barack Hussein Obama. And yes. one of our favorite people, the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle herself. Has the same oh, Leo season strong. Yeah, is hot so pins for y'all. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another week of Category Is. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.